Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Rachel and... See true. Actually in the same space for the first time in a month? In a month. In a yeah. month. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you guys have been here because we've been, you know, all around. But we still managed to bring you the latest and greatest in the intellectual world. So the chat room is now open. Feel free to join us there. Anytime during the show, you can give us a call at 646-478-5123. And don't forget to follow us on our blog at www.indiereviewforyou.blogspot.com. That's what it is. Um, so we're going to start the show today with our guest from last week. For those of you that joined us, Iwande was our guest. Amazing, amazing interview. Don't forget to go to the blog and check that out if you missed it. And we're going to start the show off with her lovely song, Amazing. And my husband's in the video, so make sure you check that out, too. And we'll be right back with greetings from around the world. Falling deep 
indeed. That was Iwan Day, amazing, here on Any Review on Blog Talk. Call us up, 646-478-5123. See Truth Rachel, we're both back in studio this week after being all around the world and then some. Exactly. But um, you know what time it is. It's time that we give you the universal greetings for many, many different nations and peoples all across the globe, all throughout the galaxy. And with that, I say good morning, good afternoon, good night, buenas noches, buenos dias, konnichiwa, salam, namaste, sakpase, asalaamu alaikum, alafia, parev, good day, nehoma, bonjour, bonsoir, bon dia, what up, son, halito, akashke, what up, doe, what's happening, I hope. Everything is beautiful in your part of town. In the northeast, we're having horrible weather. It's, it's winter early. Winter early? Yeah, not my type of season, but that's what's happening right now in the northeast, okay? We, we're getting some winter early. There's snow. Snow right outside the studio windows right now. Coming down. And it's it's like late October, early November. So we're, we're, we're getting really close, but, you know, Everything is all off-center and off-balance in the world today anyway. So we're getting snow today. It could be 70 degrees tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, that's the way things are running nowadays. You just, you just never know. You just never know. And uh, what's, what's been going on, Rachel? You back off of your Krispy Kreme binge? Oh, my God. Did you have to go to rehab? What's up with that? I did. I, I paid dearly for my poor eating habits over the last month. Like, I really have to get back on track. So I will be definitely jumping feet first into a juice cleanse and detox uh, for the rest of the month, for the month of November. Like, it is insane. And um, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what I was thinking. Shame on me. Anywho, Krispy Kreme is the devil. Stay away from it. That's all I'm going to say. Krispy Kreme is the devil, especially when they're fresh baked. You know what I'm saying? When they come out of the oven and the icing is not quite firm because it's still very warm, that's just that's bad. It's bad all the way around. You got me shaking. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, so I had a great time in Atlanta. I love Atlanta. Um, I had a great, great, great time there, and my friends took me around and showed me all kinds of stuff. Um, and the food, uh, I stayed at the uh, Sheraton downtown. Okay. I had the most amazing sea bass. It was so, I'm sorry, striped bass. So good. I had a romantic dinner with myself. I took myself to dinner. And um, and it was fantastic. The weather was fantastic. Now, my flight on the way back was a little delayed due to the fact that the starter didn't want to start on the engine. Thank God it didn't want to start while we were pulling back from the gate. So, you know, the mechanics came out and fixed all that. Actually, right there on the tarmac, right there at the gate. So we were able to get off and hang around in the waiting in the gate area. The pilot made it very clear that he would leave us if, if we weren't around, so we made sure to stay, stay close by. And although our flight was three hours delayed, I have to give a big shout-out to the pilot because he was super awesome in communicating every single thing that was going on. His name is Tom. He's my friend, the pilot. So hi, Tom. Tom from No, no. This is Tom, the pilot from Delta Airlines. Yeah, he was awesome. So, yeah, you guys, let us know what your last month has been like. 646-478-5123. Give us a call and let us know what you've been up to. Or you can just let us know how much you've missed us because we missed you guys, too, a little bit. <laughs> we missed you a little bit Except for our friends in the chat room They always keep us abreast of what's really going on uh, So please join us there um, 
ignore the horn. That's just a part of, you know. That was a greeting, they, too. They tried to hear. Yeah, that was a greeting. That was a greeting. We, we have greetings from all over. People are trying to get into the studio right now. You know, it, it's snowy and cold outside, so they want to come inside where it's warm. You know what I mean? But um, I know it's very nice in your part of town, especially in Southern California right now. I know it's nice over there. Florida. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm, we're going to get that on the blog. Yeah, okay. we, we gonna, we're going to put that on the blog. Yeah. Um, by show's end, we're going to have that up. So you right. you all can see Rachel's mom and myself uh-huh. talking to her about the wonderful uh, kid gardening out there in uh, San Diego. And whoever was on the camera, Kat took a picture of every dead living thing that was in the garden. So I was like, how are you going to talk about the garden flourishing and, and everything? And he took pictures of dead leaves and weeds. He didn't even take pictures of the garden. I'm like, what in the world? Who was on the camera? Yeah. <laughs> okay, figures. <laughs> but we'll put that up on the blog so you guys can see that. And the review for you. <laughs> oh, man. It, it's, that, that's how it goes now. So listen, call us up, 646-478-5123. We have a great guest this week, as we always do. He has some good, good information that you really need to stay tuned for. It's going to help you out, especially if you're an indie artist and uh, you want to save some money in these economic times. So definitely stay tuned for our guest who's coming up shortly. I want to say congratulations to Jill Scott, who had her, who has her biggest hit to date. Oh, this is this is even beyond her, you know, long walk and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, from all the things she's done in the past. But that song she has with Anthony Hamilton, mm-hmm. So in Love, mm-hmm. her biggest hit to date has been, oh, yeah, it's been at the top of the charts for, I think, about 14 weeks straight or something like that. Crazy. Her biggest hit today. Great, great song. Great. And she's she's doing so well. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. But it's well-deserved and not unexpected. So big up to her. She's, she's one of those artists that you can see when she started, and you can mm-hmm. follow her travels and musical journey for her. And she's really come full circle. And I just, I think that we're not done. There's so much more that you'll have to offer us. But what she has done is she's paved the way for other musicians to do the same thing, and that's what we're seeing a lot of. And we, of course, love it. And why do we love it? Because we're intellectuals. That's right. And what do intellectuals do? They listen to Indie Review Radio. That would be us. So let's uh, talking about. Let's see about it. Yeah, let's get to the tune right now. Her biggest hit to date, Jill Scott, Anthony Hamilton. That's right, I say Anthony. <laughs> it's so in love. It's in your review. Call us up, 646-478-5123. See Truth Rachel back in studio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Love me, cause all I want is time 
Raheem Devon, and before that, of course, Miss Jill Scott, because we love her so much, right? <laughs> this is this is great music for this lovely uh, storm slash snow something or another that we're having here. So, as you guys know, we have a special guest with us today on the show. Um, Mr. Gregory is joining us. Well, are you there? I'm here. Well, hello. Hello, hello. You know, we we think that you need some applause. Hold on just a second. We're going to clap you up real quick. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I'm taking a bow. Yes, 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 yes. So we have pre we have prepared the people for what they're going to hear today on the show. 
Um, and we cannot wait to, for you to talk to us about your ebook, The Nine Simple Strategies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, simple, right? For saving the indie musician money in the recording studio. So, seeing as how a lot of our listeners are just that, you have some ears primed in to everything that you have to say. <laughs> um, so, tell us a little bit about Daryl and your experience with your studio. Well, I mean, a little and your bit about me is. What's that? And a little bit about, I was going to say, your music piece, too, because you're a musician as well. Well, um, you know, I started out as a classically trained musician. I went to college as a trombonist, and I played in symphony orchestras for a while and big bands, jazz. And I just kind of got burned out on that. And, you know, you have mm-hmm. to you have to find people to play with when you play trombone. You just can't go on the street corner and into right. coffee houses and, and be blasting your trombone. So. Unless you're in New Orleans, so, of course. <laughs> well, yeah, even they need people to play with sometimes. Right. Um, but but uh, I played guitar since I was like 12 years old, and I played in the garage bands and basement bands when I was a teenager. And uh, I just picked that up again and started writing songs. And, and uh, the the whole idea of writing songs is... It's just an amazing process. You know, it, it, it takes um, you know, the, the ability to write poetry, the ability to write music and combining that all together, and then on top of that, putting together a performance. I mean, it's a real challenge. So I became the singer-songwriter type of person, and I, I write songs and I perform in coffee houses and bars, and, and I just find that, you know, to be really fulfilling. So... You need a you need a CD, right, to promote yourself and to uh, get the word out there and to have okay. people leave. <laughs> yes, and to have people leave with something of you so they don't forget who you are. And uh, my first my first um, experience with recording a CD was me with my four track digital recorder way back in 1999. Wow. Uh, trying trying to figure out, you know, how to do this on my own because I couldn't afford to go to a studio. Right. You know, and back then it was still analog tape for the most part and studios were very expensive, you know, even more so than than now because it was the only place to go if you wanted to record. You had to go to a studio. So I was trying to do this on my own and learning as I as I went along and as I was doing this I was noticing that that there were other people in the same boat as me who wanted to record. So I was starting to have and this is while my wife and I were living in New York City. I started to have people come over to my small apartment to, you know, just lay down a couple of tracks so they could have a demo or, you know, sell something at at the at their gigs. And this started to become a, a small business for me. And I started to buy more and more stuff. <laughs> you of know, course. It's, it's like it's like you know you buy a boat. You know they they call a boat you know the, a hole in the water. You know you just throw money in it. And this is kind of like a, a recording studio. You know you you just start throwing money into to it. And so I started to accumulate more and more stuff, more and more microphones, and I started to really get into the concept and the art of recording. And so when my wife and I moved out to Connecticut uh, in, into a bigger house, our first priority was that it had to have a basement that would fit all my recording <laughs> recording gear. So uh, I, when we moved out here, I created my studio, which is called Blue Cave Studios, and it's 
And it's blue. blue. And it's painted blue, and it's and in, it's the, in the basement. <laughs> Some people have man caves. I have a blue cave studio. You have a blue cave. And you have a blue <laughs> cave. Now, um, I know that you this um, your strategies came from a presentation that you gave at the Independent Music Conference yes. um, in Massachusetts. And when I first looked at the simple strategies, I was blown away because it's the exact same things that we talk about on the show. It's the things that uh-huh. our guests talk about. It's the things that our ind- independent professionals or music professionals come on the show and talk about. Um, so really quickly, I'm just going to breeze through um, them really quickly, and then we sure. can elaborate on the ones that you think. Um, I don't know if these are in any particular order, if you wrote them in any particular order, but these are the strategies. Um, save money, don't record. That's one. Two mm-hmm. is everything is negotiable. Three is come to the studio prepared. Four is work with a combination producer slash engineer. Five is record simple background parts using MIDI. Six is record vocals at home. Seven, use a home project studio. Eight, socialize off the clock. (laughs) Socialize Mm -hmm. off the clock. That's rules repeating twice. And nine, sweat the small stuff, please. Now, which one of these did you come to first, or was it all at the same time? You know, it's when I was brainstorming about what I was going to talk about at the Indie Music Conference, I, I kind of came up with, with these all at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. But but my my favorite, but I think the first one that I, I came up with was, was strategy one, don't record. If you right. don't need to record, don't record. Save yourself <laughs> a couple thousand dollars. There are so right. many people out there who say, dude, I need to have a recording. I need to have a recording. I need to do this. I need to do that. because." And I say, why? What are you going to use it for? Why? Right. Why do you need a recording? Do you really know why you need to make a CD? If if, if you can answer that question, then, yeah, go ahead and make a CD. But if you can't, don't waste awesome, your money. That's an awesome question because sometimes I think people are just addicted to being in the studio. Yep, yep. Or the concept of being. They're not recording, they're socializing, but, you know, that's, for some, not really understanding what you mean by that. If you are an artist, are you saying that you don't have to record every single thing, or or if you are in the studio to record an EP or to record an album, then do so, but don't just record random. Well, I I think this is more geared to the, the person who is just starting out. Um, okay. I think uh, I think a person who's been recording and who has been doing this for a while knows their reasons, and you know mm-hmm. if they have a recording under their belt, then that's fine. But this is for the 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 young, you know, the young indie musician who's just starting out, who you know maybe has had one gig or two gigs, and you know they the someone has told them that they need to have a CD, or someone <laughs> right. has told them that they need to do recording. And they say, oh, man, I have to get a recording, I have to get a recording, or else I'm not going to be anything, you know, and that's not necessarily true. You know, do you have to go to the studio to to make a CD? Uh, Not necessarily. I mean, you know, you could... You could record yourself playing the guitar in front of your uh, flip cam and throw that on YouTube. That's great. Which people do all the time now. Which people do all the time. Yeah. But does that, you know... and you don't have to go to a to a to a studio to do that. You know, you, you can record yourself on your iPhone and get a you know a, a record of what you need to do. If you're just doing a demo, 
record yourself on your iPhone. Sounds okay for a demo. (laughs) Makes sense to me. Now, when you talk about being, um, when you go to Strategy 2 and you talk about things being negotiable, um, Mm -hmm. how do you work with indie artists that come to your studio? How negotiable, how flexible are you? Well, um, what I do is I sit down with them and, and try to map out what the whole project is. If they come to me and, and it's just one song, um, that's usually, you know, very cut and dry. Okay, you're going to do one song. You know, how are you going to do it? You're going to come in and and sit down in front of a mic and strum your guitar and sing. That's really easy to do. But yeah. if you if you if that that person you know has six songs or ten songs that they want to do. That's more involved, and we need to map it out. We need to, you know, f- figure out what they're going to play. If they're going to bring musicians in, the whole band in. Um, you know, do they need uh, charts? Do they need, you know, like lead sheets, music written? Do they need, um, you know, um, drum drum loops? Do they need, you know, we 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 come up with that that strategy and, and map it all out over a period of time. Let's say, you know, this is going to take us two months to do ten songs. So, you know, if we do that, then we step back and we look at it and we estimate about how how long it's going to take. You know, let's let's say it's going to take, for each song, it's going to take about about ten hours. So if they have five songs, that's 50 hours. And if you multiply that by my rate, which my rate is $40 an hour, which is really competitive, Mm -hmm. um, you know, fifty times four. I can't do that in my head. What is that? Two thousand five hundred dollars or so. Or something. <laughs> I was not a math major. Um, uh, you know, so so then I I, I look at that and I, I take a you know maybe a ten percent discount and I say okay this is what you're going to pay me. So so ten percent of two thousand is like you know two hundred dollars so eighteen hundred dollars, and this is what you're going to pay me. And that'll be it. So if if we go over 50 hours, well, they win. If I if I work efficiently and I do what I need to do, uh, and come under 50 hours, then I win. So, right. but but you know we we agree on that that price. You know, right. it's usually a, a you know it's usually a very well thought out, uh, well discussed. You know, I think I mentioned that in there. Make sure you get everything in writing and and discuss exactly what's going to go on, so nobody gets bent out of shape. Mm-hmm. And a couple of other things I noticed, are you using terms like um, bulk hours, time of day discount, package price? And uh, our experience has been that oftentimes um, our new indies, you know, people that are just coming to the industry, some of them lack um, the resources and, and they, they lack, what is it, the education and understanding what this stuff means, like doing the research, I guess, would be. You know, like some people just walk into a studio blindly expecting to pay a certain amount of money, right. and that's it. They don't. They haven't taken the time to research. You know, what a package deal would look like. What's the going rate for studio time? Um, what are time of day? What is the time of day discount? You know, they they may right. not know what those things are. Could you elaborate just a little bit on that, like time of day? Um, and then don't be afraid to ask for what you want. And then what happens when someone comes in there and they really don't know what they need? Right, exactly. Um, well, time of day, I uh, this is this is something that that people don't really know about. Is that in a commercial studio, during the day is when it's getting its most traffic. You know, everybody is in there recording during bankers' hours. You know, nine to five. But after hours, nobody's there. 
You know, the, the place right. is closed, and they're losing money. You know, nobody's coming into book book time. So what a lot of people do is they they negotiate with the studio owner and say, okay, I have my engineer and um, or maybe you can provide an engineer for me, you know, a person who can run the knobs and the board and everything, set up microphones. And I'll come in at, at 12 midnight. And we'll work from 12 midnight to 4 a.m. And, you know, because nobody's in there and I'll pay you maybe, you know, half your half your studio rate. You know, at least he's getting half his studio rate. He's getting something for when the place is closed, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I, I, I've done that a lot with uh, some indie bands. When I was playing in indie bands and some other ensembles, we'd go in at, at 12 midnight and play, you know, and uh, save a lot of money and, and be in a big commercial studio with, you know, the big board and great microphones and stuff. Everything that people think they have to have to record. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and it, 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 go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sometimes there's an echo here, so we, you know, miss a little gap. So as you were saying. It, it doesn't hurt to ask. It, it goes back to that thing. You know, you just say, well, you know, is there another time I can come and record? And is there a discount? And all I can say is nope or yes. <laughs> yeah, so. Works for me. Works for you, see? Works for me, too. <laughs> now, strategy three, which is I put that in the same category as the um, socializing on your own time, uh, which is strategy eight. I'm sorry, socialize off the clock, strategy eight. Come to the <laughs> studio pre- prepared. How how annoying is that with people? <laughs> I mean, it's lucrative, be- right? It's lucrative right. for you because time is money, but is it really? <laughs> You'd be surprised. You know, it's it's like the, the biggest thing that gets me is is showing up late. You know, that that mm. just bugs the heck out of me. You <laughs> you um, book 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 time with me or whoever at for for a certain hour. Let's say one o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm sitting here twiddling my thumbs waiting for you to show up and. You know, I can understand maybe car trouble or something like that, but everybody's got a cell phone. Give me a call. Um, but, I, you know, I've had people show up 45 minutes late. And, mm. and, you know, it's, you know, and then, you know, when they show up 45 minutes late, they expect you to, you know, not charge them. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry, we started, I, started, I started at 1 o'clock. Where were you? So, yeah, wow. just show up on time. Um, wow. You know, like this other stuff, though, that I, I mentioned is stuff that, that you know, you you kind of need to know what's going on in the studio beforehand. Right. So, you know, like when you go into the studio, it, it's best to do the easiest parts first. You don't want to go in there cold and do like the hardest vocal part of your songs. You know, all the high parts that are challenging. You want to warm up. You want to get a feel for the room and get a feel for the engineer and see, you know, just see what's going on in the studio before you start doing the hard stuff. And that would kind of go back to us talking about, you know, kind of educating yourself on the process exactly. of, of the studio. Um, right. and, and you also put, which I thought was really interesting, having a strategy for your session. Um, mm-hmm. How much time should an artist put into that? Like when I go in, I want to have boom, boom, boom. I want to have this done, this done, this done. How much time should be allocated to actually strategizing your studio time? You know, it doesn't take that that long. You know, you sit down with a spreadsheet. You put down from you know, you put down 
how many hours you're going to be in the studio. Let's say, um, you know, from one to two, I'm going to do this. From two to three, I'm going to do that. And just just map it out on the spreadsheet. Know what you have to do. Okay, I have to do vocals, uh, overdub guitar. I have to, um, you know, put in a piano part, do background vocals. Okay, so you have those four things, and you allocate X amount of time, you know, estimating for each one of those and put it on a spreadsheet and hand that to the engineer and say, you know, this is what I'd like to do. And the engineer will say, okay, let's try to stick to that. And he'll help you out. And I can you know, see you, how effective it would be in saving money, too, because, you you know, if you know how much you're paying, then you can allocate the time slot. Exactly. Exactly. Also, you know. Oh, well, I'll do something. Well, i something. <laughs> You know, I've I've been in I've been in situations where you know I wasn't in charge. I was part of the band, and I would go into a studio, and we'd finish what what we needed to do first. You know, we say, oh, you know, everybody knows what they want to do first, right? <laughs> you go into the studio, okay? Let's let's you know lay down the 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 band part. So we we sit down and we lay down the band part, and then we know that there's stuff to do next. But what's going to happen next? And then we have a band meeting. And then we have someone arguing, saying, "Well, I have to leave now because I have another appointment someplace." You know, and it, the time is ticking. You know, this should have been decided and thought of way before you ever stepped inside the studio. Absolutely, it is. In your review, we're talking to Daryl Gregory, of course, the author of the ebook Nine Simple Strategies to um, Save. Well, let, let me get the title right. Before <laughs> <laughs> so I, so I make up my own title, Nine Simple Strategies for Saving the Indie Musician Money. Saving the Indie Musician Money in the recording studio. I'm putting emphasis on that, <laughs> given, you know, uh, the economic times and what's going on today. And just, you know, you, you want to always maximize your dollar with uh, so many different things that you have to um uh, Put your money towards, as we always talk about okay. here, you know, getting a proper publicist, marketing, promotions, and so a team, and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I, w- I want to ask you, uh, as far as strategies number uh, six and seven, which is um, recording vocals at home and using a home project studio. For someone mm-hmm. who their whole thing is, you know, being creative and doing music and, you know, I, I either play guitar or I sing vocals or stuff like that. They could be pulling out the hair saying, record at home and use a home studio. Like, how do I do that? Is, is, is it, you know, that, that, that sounds crazy and hard to them. Like, is it really simple and easy to yeah. set up and do? You know, I debated back and forth about putting this one in, and it's, it's interesting that you hone in on this one and say, is it really <laughs> simple? You know, because when when you're surrounded by this and and I I do this every day I say oh this isn't hard <laughs> but you know like you said for for some people it might be a a a step in you know in a different direction than than they're used to but with the the ubiquitous nature of recording like if you have a Mac if you if anybody buys a Mac today an Apple computer it comes with GarageBand already installed and everybody who buys a, a computer these days has a built-in microphone, so you can record onto your onto your uh, computer, and the quality of it is is pretty good. And if you want to take like one step further, you can go out and buy a very inexpensive USB microphone, 
um, they cost around $100, and they, they sound really, really nice. So what you can do is with those you know, very simple uh, pieces of software and hardware and, and inexpensive is you can record your vocals or you can record simple instrumental things like um, shakers or um, you know, some kind of background percussion at home and not do the studio time where you have to set up a microphone and you know get in a booth and do all that kind of stuff where the clock is ticking you can do it at home well i i mean i i record at home all the time in the shower <laughs> you know it it does it does it does take a little bit of um of uh, i don't know what what the word is you know research you know if if you're not tech savvy you you might have to do a little bit of research I just yeah. I but I threw that in there, you know, knowing that it would be it would be one more thing that that someone could think about. You know, maybe your right. friend has has that ability, and they'll say, "Oh yeah, come on over, I can record, I can press play." <laughs> I mean, I think it really does stretch um, people to think about the concept and what it is they want to create in the studio. And these these strategies are excellent um, for people to read over and look at. And so, all of you guys out there that go into the studio. Um, at the end of the interview, we'll definitely give you Daryl's information so that you can reach out to him and get your get your own copy of the ebook and um, look over it and you know make sense of these strategies and utilize them so that you too can begin to save some money. So let's talk about number eight. Let's talk about socializing off the clock. Now, <laughs> let me just say, I have witnessed people go to the studio to socialize. There's yeah, a lot of people yeah. in the studio a lot of times that have nothing to do with music. So how do you streamline? Well, let me back up. Going to your studio, I don't even know how uh-huh. to find it. <laughs> I mean, I don't even find it. I wouldn't know how to get there if anybody paid me, which is a good thing. That's a good thing. Right, right. <laughs> but some studios that are so easily accessible, you know, uh-huh. it's crowded with people. How do you streamline right. that? How do you streamline the socializing in your space? Well, you know, the the person who is paying, the the person who is laying down the money has to understand that this is a business. Yeah. And and I think that a lot of new indie musicians and well, not just new indie musicians, but you know, some seasoned musicians don't separate the two or or don't combine the two they they have the two separated oh that guy's my business agent i'm the creative you know no 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 you are a business and if you are a business you're not going to you know open up a a business and just let everybody come in and and trash the place or or bring in people who don't pay to take things off the shelves and and just you know take take your inventory out right that's the same thing Although some people yeah. might, I don't know. They're going to be out of business real soon if they do that. So, you know, when when you're going into the studio, go in with the people who are going to be there to to work. And if you bring in Yoko Ono or or, or you know your 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 boyfriend or girlfriend or whoever, you know, be prepared. Yeah, be prepared to waste a lot of time. You know, because, and pay for it. <laughs> yeah, and pay for it exactly. So you know, leave those people outside. Say I'll meet you after the after the session. The session's done at six. I'll meet you down at the bar. You know, at six thirty. 
and, you know, work on yourself. Now, what about the, what about the extracurricular activities that happen in the studio? Like, what do you expect the objective can you be with people in their habits when they come into your space? Like, I need to be high to record, or I need to have this Hennessy in order to spit my 16. Like, what are you, how are you, how do you well, do you know, that? Well, to be blunt, as as a, as the studio owner, um, uh-huh. I, I just I just wouldn't work with those people. I, gotcha. I don't care. I don't I don't need the money that much to, to to have that kind of person come into my space. My 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 studio is in my house and yeah. my my home, so I am not mm-hmm. going to allow someone who's going to be you know doing any kind of illegal whatever in my house. Now, if I were in a commercial studio and this was, you know, someone who was on a multi-million dollar contract, you know, I guess I'd put up with it because <laughs> someone would be telling me to put up with it, right? But, right. you know, I, I, you know I, just, I just can't figure that out at all. I've never been able to understand it. You know, I've read, you know, Led Zeppelin's biography, you know, and they, they, they did all kinds of weird stuff when they were in the studio and, you know, the Rolling Stones, you know, how do, how do they get stuff done? That just boggles my mind. <laughs> I don't know, but they, they managed. <laughs> they managed. They managed. They managed. Exactly. Yes, yes. And um, so, and the other thing, so some guidelines that you've listed under here include um, letting the engineer do their job. So mm-hmm. you have a lot of people that come into the studio that feel like they know how to do the engineer's job. How do you right. work with that? How do you work with that? Right. How do you, <laughs> how do you work with that type of client? Well, you, you know, if it's if it's a couple of suggestions, that's okay. But if it starts to to bleed over into, hey, I know how to do this, then then we'll stop the session and we'll have a talk. <laughs> I think we need to have a talk. We need to, to figure out whose job is what, and you know, what are you doing? What am I doing? Um, and you know, it just it just comes down to, to common sense. Are you going to let the engineer set up the microphones, or do you want to set up the microphones? Yeah. <laughs> right. Or would you rather be over there, you know, practicing your 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 part um, while I set up my microphones? That's awfully objective. That's a diplomatic way to say it. Why don't you go over there and practice your part? I'll worry about this part. I'll do this over here. <laughs> you know, I was in a session once where where we were we were um, it was a large group. It was a, like a a large band, like maybe fifteen people, and there were two two or three people in there who have home studios, and they were you know over there jawing with the with the engineer while he was setting up, and he just finally stopped and said. I have to do this right now. You know, you guys have to stop talking to me because I'll never get this set up in time, and we'll be done with uh, with your with your booked time. <laughs> so you know, they got the message. You just got to be blunt and say, "Got to be blunt." This is this is well, it. Give me a moment. This is what we're going to do, Daryl. We're going to jump into a song. This song is yeah. actually um, Jamal mm-hmm. uh, out of New Orleans. Very young man. He is a percussionist very good percussionist. Jamal Baptiste is his name. He comes from a very uh, familiar um, Louisianian musicianal, musical family. Uh, did I say musicianal? Yes, I made up did. a word. Musical I family. And down. then <laughs> I'm going to write it down. <laughs> and when we come back, we're going to um, 
hop into the last strategy, sweat the small stuff, please. I think that's mm-hmm. a really important one. So we'll be right back with Mr. Gregory. Uh, this is Jamal Baptiste with Just Jamal. Jamal Baptiste with uh, Just Jamal. <laughs> they have a new project coming out, and they're also performing at a jazz festival in New Orleans coming up soon. So you'll probably see a lot more of this young man. Um, but he's he's really talented, very talented. You probably love him in the studio, Daryl. He's very focused. Great. Very, very focused. So our last strategy, sweat the small stuff, please. <laughs> Please. I love the please at the end. Right. Tell us what a difference the small stuff makes. Well, it's the stuff that falls by the wayside. It's the stuff that, that nobody thinks about. And when it comes up in a session, 
it becomes big and it becomes overblown and it overtakes the session and sometimes even stops the session. Mm. Like, like, um, for example, um, uh, you know, um, can I use your guitar? Okay, I, I see that you have a, a, a special kind of guitar, you know, a dobro or a, or a lap steel. Can I use that guitar? Oh, sure, you can use it. It's uh, an extra cost, an extra cost, you know. And then you go back and forth, and and things get testy. Um, I'm going to break for lunch right now. Oh, you are? Okay, I'll see you in an hour. Um, and then you get back and you see that the bill still includes that hour of lunch. You know, did did you talk to the studio owner or the the um, the, the the engineer about whether or not lunch was included in the uh, hours that you're booking? You know, it's, it's small things like that that you should think about and and um, prepare for in advance and at least ask about. And some of those people, some some of the people going into studios don't know to ask because you know it's, it's small stuff. Right. Right. And do you think that, um, like you mentioned before, um, you know, when you strategize your studio time, do you think that these things are helpful? You can maybe foresee some of these things when you sit down and take the time to look at the day in its entirety and kind of map through your day? Yes, exactly. So, you know, if you know that you're going to be there all day, you know that you're going to need to to stop for something to eat. Or you're going to fall over, right, <laughs> from from not eating. Right. <laughs> uh, so you know you need to know. Uh, well, first of all, I would ask, you know, is there a fast food place nearby, or do you have a kitchen that I can use, or or something like that, where you know while while my guitarist is laying down the overdubs, I can go out and get some pizza and come back. So you know the studio time is being used, is being uh, utilized, but you know somebody's going out for for pizza. And when you talk about load-in and load-out time, that's a big one, too. Because I don't right. think people really um, allocate budget for They don't think about that. They don't include it into their overall time. Exactly. So, like, like I had someone uh, that I recorded recently who had, a, you know, a whole bunch of guitars and, and you know, amps that they, they brought into the studio. And it took us, like, it took us a good half hour to load everything that he was going to record with into my studio, you know, from his truck in the driveway to in through my garage and into the studio. Right. And, you know, um, I didn't think about it. I didn't, you know, I was casual about it, but that's something that a a large studio will charge you for. Yeah. Uh, If you you start at 1 o'clock and you take a half hour to load in your stuff, that's a half hour of your time that's gone. Too bad. (laughs) That's so sad. <laughs> That's really interesting. So it's funny because as we're talking about this, I it gives me a flashback of when I used to work with this production company, and we we used to rent out SIR. SIR. Remember when SIR was over on Fifty Second Street, and mm-hmm. um, and of course we were there all day, like rehearsing and and you know all that kind of stuff. But everything was even though it felt free. At the end of the day, when it came time for us to be accountable for time, everything was very regimented. Right. Uh, everything was flat, and even though we didn't necessarily see the, you know, we didn't feel it throughout the day, 
on paper, it was very clear. We did this and this from this time. We did this and this from this time. And not only was the day mapped out, but the whole two weeks that we were in the studio rehearsing the band was worked out. Mm-hmm. And paid for. <laughs> exactly. You know, so that, well, and, and the people that are accountable, that you're accountable to, they want to see that. And it all comes down to, this is a business. And you're in a business yeah. to, to make money. And if you're if you're not thinking about these things as potential income streams, then you know you're not really a business, and you're losing money. And on the other hand, on the other side of that, if you are the client, you need to understand that it's a business, and you need to be aware of those income streams and how you can either work with them or modify them or not deal with them at all. Now, there was one other thing that I want to ask you about, which I thought was really interesting, and that's the studio journal. Mm-hmm. Um, could you explain that a little bit and the benefits of it? Well, it's it's so common sense, but a lot of <laughs> right. people don't do it. When I, as an, as an engineer, when I sit down to record someone, I write down everything we did. I write down, you know, where... The position of the microphones, I write down, you know, where my knobs were set. I write down what compression I used, what reverb I used, what room they were sitting in. I write that all down so that when they come back to redo it because they made a mistake, <laughs> we, we try to, you know, do exactly the same thing. Now, from the artist's point of view, uh, I, want to, I want to make another CD. I want to do this again. So when I'm in the studio for the first time, I'm going to write down all my experiences, um, you know, what worked, what didn't work. Did I like this engineer? Did I like the producer I worked with? Uh, what were some of the suggestions that were being made? You know, what could I do different next time? And so when I go in to make my second blockbuster CD, I'm going to right. look back on my on my experience and say, oh, yeah, I remember this guy. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm going to oh yeah that guy really worked out he was great he was great at um, you know laying down that track he was really professional came in bump 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 did it and you know he was you know very professional and and not very expensive so you know I I will remember all these things and and you know it's just a great resource to have and you're right that is so common sense it just makes a lot a lot of sense it mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. So we're gonna. I know that you have stuff to do today, so we're not gonna keep you all day. Um, but before you go, I want to a thank you for taking the time out to join us today because this information really is very, very important. Oh, we get a few more applause. <laughs> <laughs> and tell our listeners where they can find you. Well, if you want a copy of this ebook. All you have to do is go to bluecavestudios.com, and it's B-L-U-E-C-A-V as in Victor, E-S-T-U-D-I-O-S.com, bluecavestudios.com. And on the left-hand side, it says free ebook. You click on that tab, and it takes you to a, a page that says Nine Simple Strategies ebook offer. And you click on the link that says request, send request now, and basically all you do is send a, an email to me, and I'll email you the, the file for the ebook. 
Okay, did you guys get that? <laughs> Don't call no. us asking questions. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> BlueCaveStudios.com. And they can also reach you there if they're interested in having a conversation with you about um, coming and recording. Exactly. Okay, perfect. perfect. Yeah, I have everything you need to know about my studio on my website. Nice. As well as examples and testimonials and all sorts. And there's of even things. a pre there's even a pre studio checklist too in the strategy, which I think is really great. So it's <laughs> really this is a very complete um guide for what people need to know when recording and I think it's awesome. Thank you. We like that. We definitely like that. Um and Facebook, Twitter, um, do you want to share your addresses there? Um, Facebook is Blue Cave Studios, you know, Facebook slash Blue Cave Studios. Um, Twitter is Blue Cave Studios. <laughs> Same um, thing. Just to Consistent. That's, that's the branding piece. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my gosh, that's a whole other radio oh, show. Oh, that's right? another branding. show. That's another show. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, well, Daryl, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And if there's anything you have going on, feel free to let us know. We'll put it on the blog. We'll, okay. you know, we'll make fun of it. Um, and if anyone, for whatever reason, reaches out to us, um, we'll forward that information to you so that you can reach out to them as well. Exactly. Exactly. Yay! It's Yay! Nice to meet, uh, nice. appreciate you. Nice to meet C-Truth also. Thank you. Okay. Definitely. Great, great information. Yeah, all right, you guys take care. Stuff. All right, thank you. Tell the family hello. Tell the family hello. I will. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What a great conversation. So now you, there's no excuse, people, for you not to have all the tools necessary. Please go to BlueCaveStudios.com. Get this ebook. Highlight, underline, you know, duplicate, whatever you need to do. Make sure that you receive this information because it is very important. And we talk all the time about this being a business. This is another aspect of the business. In addition to your marketing piece and your PR piece, and all that, this is where it really all starts. This is where you create the tangible material that's necessary for you to utilize your team for anything. So, um, again, nine simple strategies for saving the indie musician money in the recording studio. Daryl Gregory, who is a veteran in this, he's very good at it, and his studio really is blue. I can attest to that. <laughs> so make sure you check it out when you get a chance And he's um, very knowledgeable And also very available To answer any questions So feel free to reach out to him That's why he joined us today on the show So we're going to jump back into some music Because that's what we do here Mr. David, who's a familiar friend of ours And we will be right back With more intellectual tunes for you Good afternoon everyone Thanks for tuning in once again to WADH, where we tell you whatever keeps us in the good graces of those in power. In the news today, propaganda, mind control, deception, and greed. Keep it right here. More at 11. Figure it out. He 
playing in the group. Okay. Girl, you done crazy. Looney. And you a certified bad girl. He just smacked And your head pulled. And I can handle that. Get a handful. You looking good. I just want a little sample. And we're back. That 
was Alice Smith and Aloe Black. And um, I don't know how many of you remember the first Indie Review CD that we did, but Alice Smith was on that first CD. Um, KK, actually, the uh, NR, who was at Universal at the time, he actually put her on there. He was doing some stuff with her. She's extremely, extremely talented. Um, she, too, is an indie lecturer. An indie lecturer. And just so y'all know, we have some T-shirts in the making, some intellectual T-shirts in the making. Oh, I have to send you what somebody sent me. Oh, okay. An image um, for a T-shirt idea using utilizing the coined phrase intellectual. And um, and for all of you that have the ability to make drops or send voice waves, do that. We will we'll put we'll put your. Uh, Drops on the show. Yeah, send us a promo. Tell us that you are an indie lecturer and you listen to Indie Review Radio on Blog Talk. Actually, you can drop the Blog Talk. Just say that you're an indie lecturer and that you listen to Indie Review and you send that to IndieReviewCD at gmail.com and guess what? You have a promo spot. Just like that. This is how we do it. I'm just saying. That is musicianol. <laughs> I'm sorry. I happen to like the word. It's growing on me. It's growing on me. It's growing on me. All right, you guys, call us up, 646-478-5123. Um, we have um, a few more minutes left with you before we give you our daily slice of the week. And, again, C-Truth and I are in the studio together again after a month after traveling the world. Well, you know. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah, the world. Because <laughs> we busy. Sometimes we're very, 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 very busy, but never too busy for our friends at Indie Review Radio. So we're going to be able to play a couple more selections for you. We have a lot of good new music, so we want to get some new stuff on here so that you guys can hear it and give us your feedback on it. Um yeah, let's play that. This is, um, yeah, give us your feedback on this one. This is Greg uh, Godwin, and um, really, he's a, actually a dance music veteran. He does a lot of stuff overseas. He's from here. Uh, well, he lives here in New York. So this is some new music from him. Looking forward to your feedback. We'll be right back. Let's 
it happen, make it ha- I'm jamming over here. So, you guys, you know that there's going to be a monster mix, a remix, a dance mix, a club mix. And that's what they do to dance music. They remix it. And we may actually hear it here after someone's mixed it and it's blown up. Then we hear it again, so that's just how it goes down. So, yeah, give us your feedback on that, Mr. Godwin. We may get some new music from him, too, and we'll continue to play his stuff, as we will do your stuff. If you want to send us music, the email is indiereviewcd at gmail.com. Please make sure that you include your name and your phone number um, and, you know, or whichever way you prefer that we contact you so that we can do that, and we'll definitely let you know if we add your music to the playlist. I mean, we've done it before, not even knowing who it is. <laughs> we just, it was good, and we played it. So that's what we do here. Um, I cannot wait to get Val's drop. Val from TLTM says she is going to do an intellectual drop for us. Yes. And she's going to send it to us. And, Val, we are going to play your drop. We're going to drop her right into the playlist so everyone can hear about you being an intellectual. How about that? Works for us. So we're, you're right. <laughs> we're at the end of another show, unfortunately. But of course, we appreciate the time that we get to spend with you guys. Um, and it is time for our daily slice. Our daily slice. And today, here we go. Our daily slice is this a dog is not considered a good dog because he's a good barker. A man is not considered a good man because he is a good talker. And y'all know what that means, right? Right. Show up. (laughs) You can say whatever you want to say. Make sure that you show up around, be in action around the things you say you want to create in your life. That's your daily flash for today. We um, are going to wrap up. Yes. See, Truth is going to say bye because, you know, he likes to say bye. He's going to say see y'all later. Absolutely, definitely. And uh, everybody, I hope you're staying warm. If you're in the Northeast, you know, we're getting some snow right now. It's coming down still. Yeah. Everybody else, I'm a little jealous and envious of your warm weather and nice sunny, sunny shine, but it's, it's all good. It's all up. But um, be sure to pick and choose your battles wisely so you may return an update and win the war. Don't settle for crumbs. Get the ingredients to make the cake. Make sure you check out the blog, com. You can see Rachel's mom. mom. Video video is up mom. on the blog right now, so you can see her as we talk about the gardens and San Diego and so forth. Ignore the camera. Yeah, ignore the, the, the dead weeds yeah. and all that kind of stuff. That was that was cameraman. Right. Okay? But um, you can check that out on the blog. And uh, don't forget to follow us, like us, hit us up on Facebook, and uh, all that good stuff. And uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. And, uh, yes, indeed. Right here. Beautiful week. Love and light to you guys. We send you love and light from the same place this time. So we'll see you same time, same place next week. Have a great week. But when-
when I'm not, usually I complain. Today I keep my mouth shut, I gotta learn to stand on my two feet and you gotta learn to let me just do me. Well, here I'm standing on my own two feet. 